the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next hour, we're going to continue to talk about car, car repair, car questions, car problems, symptoms, diagnosis. What do I do about this? What do I do about that? My husband says this. I think it's not true. Uh, My wife says this. She says she heard it from you. All that kind of stuff. Easy enough. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Quality Transmission is a shop that covers the East Valley for Mark Salem. Mark Salem, my shop, Salem Boys Auto, we refer East Valley clients to Quality Transmission. Quality Transmission is a good shop. They understand the process. They actually take better care of you than they do themselves sometimes. They are interested in diagnosing your problem, verifying that their diagnosis is correct. If you authorize it, they're, they're going to come in underneath their estimate. The, even if it's a penny or a dollar, they're coming in underneath their estimate unless they call you first. It's important to understand that they have the ability to diagnose and repair your car, and they'll talk to you and drive your car for free. Other people won't. That's Quality Transmission. They've been around since 1977 on McClintock in Tempe, just north of University. Greg was talking about his wife had gone in for a coupon special. They told her she needed brakes, and they scared her. And and that's a common thing. Our industry has a bad habit of scaring you. Now, you may say, Mark, just a minute ago you were talking to Eleanor, and you were talking to Eleanor, and you said, I don't want you to pull the car out of the barn that's been stored for three years and head to Nebraska. I, I don't want you to do that. I'm scared for your health. There's a difference there. There's a difference. The difference is, is I'm looking out after her. I'm not trying to sell her anything. I'm not trying to get her to come to my shop. I'm telling her that if she, I'm telling her in so many words, my mom's not going with you, neither is my grandkids. I just think that the risk is huge, and I'm worried about you. It's quite different than when you come in, and I want you ladies to repeat after me. Right now, I want you all to repeat after me. Would you please write down what you just said and sign your name to it on my repair order please and uh and 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 after they do that then i want you to say you see my dad told me that if it drove in it'll drive out so i plan to get a second opinion but thank you so those are the two things i want ladies to learn how to say write it down and please sign your name to it because folks the attorney general in this state, for whatever reason, would pay attention to something like that. Um, I applaud them sometimes, but I think they'd pay attention to that kind of, of activity, especially. Okay, and and especially since they wrote it down that you need rear brakes and your life is in danger. 
signed Mark Salem. Well, and then they take it in and find out, no, that nothing's true there. So it's important for you to just separate the bad guys from the good guys, and there's nothing wrong with saying, write down exactly what you told me on the business card and sign your name to it. Because, folks, the people that are truly looking out for you are going to be more than happy to do just exactly what you ask them. Write it down, sign your name to it. Bob, good morning to you. How can I help you today? Good morning, Mark. Uh, my daughter has a 95 Buick Skylark. I got it for at 78,000 miles. Okay. It now has 100 and about 30,000. Okay. I was told, I didn't know whether the tranny fluid had ever been changed in it, and I was told by two automatic, automatic specialists not to change it at this time. Okay. I disagree. Okay. Um, um, in the old days, in the 50s and 60s and 70s, transmissions ran a lot hot, hot, hotter than um, than they used to, uh, th- than they do now. And we varnished up the fluid, and what would happen is, is people would put new fluid in there. The new fluid is somewhat detergent, and shortly after, the transmission would fail. And the conclusion was that new fluid caused it to fail. There's a lot of us that don't agree with that. We agree that perhaps new fluid did facilitate the death of the transmission, but the transmission was already on emergency support anyway. Today, I offer you two options. You have about 8 to 10 quarts in the transmission. If I pull the pan, change the filter, and put 3 or 4 quarts in, then I'm not even doing 50% of the fluid. And I have done that for 32 years and never had a problem. Never. Never had a customer come back. Never had a customer tell me I messed up. Never had a customer tell me that I ruined their transmission. None of that happened. Now, I have had customers tell me I ruined their transmission, and they were right because I, I made a mistake. But I remember not, not too long ago, we left a cooler line loose. And the customer drove it until the transmission was completely out of fluid and wiped out the transmission, and we paid for it. We made a mistake. We're sorry. We'll pay for it. So in in that kind of situation, now a flush, where we're going to flush all the old out and all the new in, on a risk factor, that might increase your risk by one. That's all. So I think if I were you, I would like to see you do the pan and the filter, which is three or four quarts of the eight or ten it holds. Mm-hmm. And then I would like you to go six more months, and if everything's fine, then I'd like you to flush it. And then, then from that particular point, you can go probably another 75,000 miles with no problem. Okay. All righty. Thank you very I much for calling. It. You betcha. Have a great day. You bet. All right. Um, where have you been? You know, you're supposed to be at work. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'll turn on your microphone. The, the, the same place I am every week when I show up late. Yeah, where have you been? At, at my daughter's game. Lexi's plan? Yeah. Baseball, that's right. That's Softball, right. Yep. Softball. Yep. How'd she do? She did great today. Did yeah. she hit the ball every time when she got yeah, up? Yeah, they hit it off a tee, so she hits it every time. Okay. We, we, we're, we can work on her batting a little bit. She's swinging down on the ball, you know, yeah. um, <clears throat> kind of halfway between a golf swing and a chopping wood kind of a deal, but uh, we're working with her. Is that why it says coach on your shirt? Yep. Yeah. You're yep. a coach? Yeah. 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 I'm not the main coach, but I, I help, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Do you ever do you ever um, have to bite your tongue because you get upset? No, at, not at, at any. N- no, not at this age. No, you should have seen the your... boys. Yeah, <laughs> but not not at the uh, not at my daughter. How about Heather, your wife? Does does she get upset? No, no, no not not not, not this age. No, not no. How old is Lexi? Six. 
Uh, no, she's uh, five. Five? Okay. Yeah. All right, I was close. Grandpas are allowed to be within no, a decade I, I gotcha. of, the, of yeah. the right age. All right. All righty. Well, did you have any issues this week that were important that uh, you can share with, with anybody? Um, I don't think we had any issues this week. I'm trying to think if we had anything good this week. We did talk about my Dodge Ram with the diesel truck mm-hmm. having a an exhaust noise change. Correct. D- deeper, lighter, deeper, lighter. And I told you that I was watching the boost gauge, and sometimes it would fluctuate four or five pounds of boost. Right. On my way home, I was hauling that big trailer, mm-hmm. that big 24-foot trailer. So I decided to go into tow haul mode and brake um, d- uh, exhaust brake mode. Yep. And every chance I get, I ran that EGT temperature, exhaust gas temperature, up to probably 800 to 1,000 Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. So I got the turbo. It's not very hot. Well, I know, but I didn't want to go past 13. Well, I no, I understand that. I okay. just that it's still 800 to 1,000 as well within. I know, but, yeah. but here's what I'm thinking. 800 is certainly good enough to put some good heat on the veins of the turbo yeah. that you and I think that mm-hmm. is sticking. Mm-hmm. So, and then when I came down long, the long grades, boy, I was mm-hmm. the whole way. And, you know, I never saw the turbo veins close. I saw point one, point two, but I never saw zero, zero. Is there a monitor? Um, Can you monitor that boost, on the edge? For boost. Oh. For boost. So if I'm 0.5 boost, I've got a half a pound of boost coming through. They're measuring a half a pound of boost. Right. But at 0.1, then I'm thinking we got the veins closed, right? Because it's a variable vein. Right. Variable geometry, yeah. Yeah. All right. So I wonder if you can monitor that on your edge. I just was thinking about that. I bet you can. On my edge monitor. Mm -hmm. I have a Smarty chip, but an edge monitor. Right. Smarty programmer and an edge monitor. I wonder. I bet you can. uh, We'll look at that when we get out of here. We. Look and see if we can monitor the, the, the vein position on that edge. I bet you can. Well, any folks, what we're doing is is we're trying to diagnose my own personal truck. I have a 2012 one-ton Dually Cummins Dodge. And when I'm driving down the road, it sounds as though it's missing, but it's not missing. It's that the exhaust changes sound. Tone. Tone, because I have a variable veined turbo. So the turbo, if the veins are open wide, then they're going to move lots of air. We're going to have lots of boost. We're under heavy acceleration. We're pulling Chevys and Fords out of mud holes. And so that's the maximum. But then the veins will close, which creates an exhaust restriction. So when I'm coming down the hill, my truck's doing that semi kind of go because the veins are closed and we're plugging the exhaust, which gives me an engine brake effect. And basically, the reason for the variable geometry is just an efficiency. It's uh, um, you know, turbos prior to variable geometry were a fixed vein, and so you know, as with anything in, in a fixed in, in in a fixed configuration, uh, you're really at the mercy of. So you may sacrifice a little low end power and sacrifice a little high end power because that variable geometry is designed to run maybe between 30 and 60%. In the middle. Yeah, the it, middle. yeah, it's designed for the most, uh, the, the widest opening, uh, the, the most common. So when you have a variable geometry, it can go from 0 to 100% with your foot or with the RPMs or with the torque demand or whatever it is. So, um, Okay. It, well, and another thing we talked about, too, was is we talked about that uh, – that Dodge makes a turbo cleaning kit mm-hmm. Very that popular. allows us uh, a couple of cans of product that we believe to be carburetor spray, brake spray, some kind of a cleaner, mm-hmm. and we introduce that into the turbo area uh-huh. and try to clean the veins and clean the pivot points of the veins. Now, yeah. my truck only has 30,000 miles on it. I'm going to drop the trailer off here as soon as we get done with the show because I just arrived about 10 minutes before the show started. But 
the idea was is that I'm going to run the truck now and see if the problem has gone away. But I exercised that turbo. I, I went extreme closed, extreme hot. 25 times between the ranch yeah, and here. And, and one thing you and I talked about was always, if you have this vehicle and you have the, you know, whether it be a Ford Dodge or GM and you have a, a factory exhaust, they have to be a diesel, turbo diesel, um, and you have a factory exhaust brake button, use that button periodically. Use it once a week for a whole day when you're driving. What that does is, like he said, that exercises the veins from all the way open to all the way closed and, and, and lubricates and cleans the uh, cleans the veins up to try to get some of that soot and, uh, and grime off of those. So use that button even if you're unloaded. Do Fords have that? Um you know, I don't. I don't know the answer to that. I know that uh, my Ford out there it has a tow haul button, which messes with the turbo and the shift points. But I don't. I don't know if the new ones do. Okay. Uh, right. And I think the GMs do though. I, I think. I think you're right. They have a button exhaust, and what it does is it basically closes the turbo veins, which creates a, an exhaust restriction and turns the diesel engine into an air compressor. Yeah, basically. And so basically, it's like a Jake brake on a big truck. It's kind of like a yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. It, it turns the engine into a compressor. All righty, six zero two five zero eight. 0960. You got any calls, questions? We're happy to help help you. Mark Salem, Alan Salem, sitting here next to me. 602-508-0960. We're going to be here till noon. The lines are wide open. We've got five. Give us a call. 602-508-0960. Mark Levin exposes the president's plan for Guantanamo. So let us be clear where Obama stands. That he is prepared to shut down the United States military. He's prepared to end it all. If the Republicans do not bow down to him and his demand that Guantanamo Bay be shut down so the Islamo-Nazi terrorists can be held in prisons in the continental United States or be let free. Mark Levin, weeknights at 6, right before the Seth Liebson Show at 9 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Hi, folks. I'm Don Carter. If you're looking for the biggest little gun shop in the West, look to azfirearms.com. They have 1,100 guns in stock and a knowledgeable staff to help you find just the right firearm for you. azfirearms.com is my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours, too. Come in for AZ Firearms huge gun buying event taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest values for your guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com. That's azfirearms.com. Or visit us off I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 Western Avenue in historic Avondale. 
Don't miss the AZ Firearms huge gun buying event now through the end of the month. Check us out online at azfirearms.com or stop on by AZ Firearms, the largest small gun shop in Arizona. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit the shelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Ann Coulter and Hugh Hewitt, November 12th at 7.30 p.m. Tickets on sale now at 960thepatriot.com. The biggest political event of 2015, the Future of Freedom Tour, sponsored by Guns Etc. With the most important election of our time at stake, there's one constant in the political sphere, the station that's always conservative. 960 The Patriot. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Real quick, let me tell you a secret. A secret about IMM Auto Service in Northeast Tempe. IMM Auto Service works on cars that really nobody really wants to work on. Who are they? Swedish, Italian, Asian vehicles like Saab, Fiat, um, Volvo, Alfa Romeo. Anybody can do oil changes, but when it comes to diagnosing those cars, IMM is absolutely the best. They've been around in Tempe since 1972. IMM Auto Service prioritizes your work. They give you a to-the-penny estimate. They perform only the authorized work. They don't use scare tactics. They have master technicians, and they work on lots of vehicles, but they specialize in Volvo, Saab, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo. So if you have one of those cars and you don't have a shop that really embraces the heck out of you, then may I suggest you call IMM Auto Service. The lines are full. Matt, you're up first, buddy. How can we help you? Oh, just a quick question on your Dodge and a couple other questions, too. Um, The one ton, what kind of gas miles do you get on that thing? You know, if my wife drives that thing up and down the mountain, she'll pull 16, 17 miles an hour gallon with uh, just cruise control and no load. Right. Um, I can consecutively go up and down the mountain, up and down the rim, and I can pull 15.5 to 16.3. just depends on how many people want to race me up the hill. Okay. If you're pulling a trailer, where, where you know, do you go to? Um, the lowest I, I have is 13.1, 12.9. The high 12s, yeah. low 13s. When I'm pulling the trailer with a backhoe on it, I'm down mm-hmm. to the 12.5s. Wow, that's still pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I mean, compared to my GMC, it's doggone good. So I'm pretty yeah, happy with amazing. it. Amazing. Okay. Uh, another, another question. Um, the new Dodges, the uh, they've got a new half ton with that V6 diesel. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you know about that? Is there? There's probably not enough information. I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm. I've heard a lot of good things, but. Excuse me. First hand, I, I haven't driven one. I would really like to get my hands on one and drive one for a week. I think you would too, Dad. Um, 
I like diesels all the way around. I think I personally think diesels are the way of the future, and I've heard a lot of good things about them. But firsthand knowledge, um, I, 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 yeah, we don't have any, and, and, and they haven't been around long enough to know if there's any problems. I think a, a good rule in general that we try to go through is we never buy anything the first year. I think I would probably steer clear of it the first year. I'm not sure if that was this year or last, but um, I, yeah, I would I absolutely. Name, but I'm not sure. Yeah, well, who I, makes the diesel? Is it a Cummins? It is a V6 Cummins. You know, I, I don't. I don't oh, know who it, it is. It's a, it's a V6. Um, it's one of their. It's, uh, is it Blue Tech? I don't know. I, it was, I test drove one the other day. It's got a little uh, turbo lag to it, but. Okay. Yeah, I think it's supposed to get like 28 miles a gallon. Yeah, well, well, we can get rid of that turbo I'm lag, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we can get rid of the turbo lag real quick for you. But but the idea is is anything new usually the first year is a little bit tumultuous. But um, but a V6 diesel now Ford's got that V6 diesel. No, uh, no, 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 that's not diesel. Okay, that's a gas motor. Which one's got the twin turbo? That, that's that's the gas motor okay. uh, Ford, right. the EcoBoost. Okay, three so five. They, right. they have the turbo that gets rid of the tur- the, the turbo lag. Then they've got the one that's going to take it up to the higher pressure range. Well, no, 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 no. That 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 one is not that. That is an actual twin turbo design. Okay. The Ford 6.4 has the primary and then the little tiny secondary to get rid of that turbo lag. Okay. okay. And actually, that's the new the six, diesel. Yeah, that's a diesel. Yeah. Okay. So we're kind of jumping around, but but the. But uh, half-ton diesels, I think the Dodge is the first one. I don't think anybody else has them. Yeah. Well, they've been waiting for, you know, putting diesels in Suburbans and the Expeditions oh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff, and that's never happened. But I can remember the days, and and probably you can too, Matt, when we were hoping they'd put four-wheel drive under the S10 trucks and the little Ford yeah. Rangers, and, and that <laughs> happened to us, so we wish. But anyway, that it? Is that so, it, Matt? Uh, one, one more question. Okay. Um, I was the guy that called with the gasoline and the diesel truck a week ago. Oh, me too. Oh, yeah. we, yeah. we got that gasoline out. What do I do with it now? It's sitting in a, I've got about yeah. five gallons of it. Okay, I can tell you. It'll separate Run from fire. the, it'll separate from the diesel fuel. Okay. You should be able to siphon off whatever floats. And I think the diesel fuel is going to float on gasoline. Okay. So I think your diesel will be on the top and I would siphon that out. And when you're down to where you're off the three quarters tank, then go ahead and put the diesel back in. Okay. okay? Put your diesel well, back we, in your diesel. But is yeah, this we've just... already got that done. Okay, Diesel's then as far as the gas um, is I, concerned... Where do, I, where do I dispose of the gas at? Well, Bonfire the, or what? <laughs> well, no. I'll do, we, what we do is we, we, you know, we have lots of shop trucks, so 18-gallon tanks, mm-hmm. when it drops down to three-quarter, we take a gallon of the mess you've got and put it in the truck. Okay. It's not going to hurt oh. it. So okay. you put a gallon of it in, in your truck, put a gallon in your wife's car, and just drive uh, it out, uh, but just dilute the heck out of it. A gallon, okay. not not any more than that. We're going through that with my truck. Yeah. We're going through that with my truck right now, and it has been a mess. So just just a gallon, and and we put it in lawnmowers and weed eaters and all that kind of stuff. But but the okay. idea is is just dilute it good. Don't put a gallon in something that's got a quarter or an eighth of a tank. That's a bad deal. Put a gallon in something that's full. Okay. Thank you, Matt. Excellent. Thank you very much. All right, Rob, you're up next. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. I called uh, last week about the 07 Cadillac and the differential bushing, and that is indeed what's bad. Um, I took it to Rory's over in Scottsdale, um, and they showed me the bushing is absolutely bad. Okay. Um, he told me I could probably drive on it for, you know, one to two months, but the clunking is just, you know, ridiculous. I wondered... Is there any, and this is probably a stupid question, is there any way to put a Band-Aid on that thing? Because there's there's a lot of give where the drive shaft meets the differential. 
I wondered if they could take like a you know piece of an inner tube or maybe some rubber tubing okay. or something. Right. And good question. You know, good question. You know, put it what? in there just if nothing else to buy me a little time. Okay. How how much was the repair bid for? Uh, eight hundred. Okay. The answer because, to your question uh, is, is that nobody that, is going to do that. No one's going to stuff it, stuck any heater hose in there or rubber components or fill it with silicone. Nobody's going to do that. And nobody okay. in their right mind is going to do that. Okay? okay. I want you to go. What's the name of that uh, place? Rory. No, 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 no. Stand by, stand by. Uh, okay. Alan. The bushing guy, the, the guy that um, over there on Jefferson and on 7th, huh? Dunbar. Dunbar. Yeah. I want you to call Dunbar Leaf and Spring and ask him if he can make you bushings for your uh, your your uh, differential bushings on your Cadillac. Okay. He makes neoprene bushings, and I'm just wondering if the cost would be a little less, and, and these bushings would last forever. Well, Mark, the um, the bushing is only about twenty or twenty five dollars, but because of the way the Cadillac people designed this thing. They have to take the subframe off. No, you're not telling me anything I don't know already. There's a lot no. of labor involved yeah. in the bushing. All I'm saying is, is I think it would be good to go to Dunbar Leaf and Springer, call them and ask them. That's what I think. I think okay. their labor rate is probably not like mine at 112 an hour, and I don't know what Rory's is, but it's going to be over $100 an hour. So what happens if they're 75 or $80 an hour because they do good work on suspension components, and he'll build your bushings, and he can come in and knock two or $300 off your estimate? That's what I'm suggesting. So you got nothing to lose but a five-minute phone call. Dunbar, Leaf, and Spring. Okay, thank you very much. And um, Tom, Jack, and Bill, don't go anywhere because you're going to be one, two, three. I've only got 52 seconds before I have to take a break. And if I don't hit my mark, then Jeremy uses bad words on a Christian station. You wouldn't believe some of the things he said. As a matter of fact, just a few minutes ago, he whispered in my ear, hiding the salami. Wasn't that what oh, it was all about? <laughs> I'm blaming it on on him. Where is the mic cut button? (laughs) Do you have a bleeper, Jeremy? I was talking, and and at the time, I was stumbling for words, and he whispered in my ear. He said, hide the salami, and that finished the sentence for me. And what I meant by that was simple. It was someone playing games, okay? It's someone who's hiding the truth. It's something, somebody who's hiding their black eye and saying, no, Mom, I didn't get in a fight. That's what I meant. Okay. Okay. All right. Wink, wink. Are you okay with that? Yeah. I covered Jeremy, all right? Yep. All righty, when we come back, we're going to take Tom, Jack, and Bill, one, two, and three. We'll be back in about two and a half minutes. I'm Mark Salem. This is KKNT. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair? The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website. Best car repair shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. The future of freedom is now, and there's one person unafraid to take us there. It is the Chamber of Commerce, it is Wall Street, it is the wealthy donors who have a very particular and small group of concerns that 80% of Americans could not care less about. And Coulter. Democrats should go for the novelty candidates. Republicans shouldn't be wasting their time on someone who isn't going to be the nominee. Where is America headed, and how did we get here? Ann Coulter and Hugh Hewitt. A special one-night event, including a special Q&A panel of Arizona congressional leaders, moderated by Hugh Hewitt and Arizona Republican Chairman Robert Graham. I have not had this much hope for America since 2012. November 12th at 7.30 p.m. Tickets on sale now at 960thepatriot.com. The biggest political event of 2015. The Future of Freedom Tour, sponsored by Guns Etc. On sale now at 960thepatriot.com. God hasn't given up on America yet. Sergeant R.J. Anderson's dream was to take to the skies. I've always wanted to be a soldier, but my ultimate goal was to be a pilot. I think I was meant to, to fly. I had just applied to be a part of the 160th SOAR Regiment, and I was going to airborne school that next Monday. So I had to decide to go on a motorcycle ride with my buddies. We were going through a turn, and that's all I remember. That's the day everything changed. I was told by the doctor that I would never walk again. Thanks to Paralyzed Veterans of America, competing in adaptive sports lit my fire again. They help you transition for the rest of your life to that individual that you want to be. Sports like hand cycling really pushes you to, to find who you are in that redefining moment after injury. With PVA Sports, I've, I've found my freedom. Now when I think about my future, the possibilities are endless. For more information, visit pva.org, a public service of Paralyzed Veterans of America. Back to everybody, 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Alan's sitting here to my right, and we're here at your service. We've got the full board. But I'm going to tell you real quick about Larry Harker's Auto. Bob at Larry Harker's Auto just recently hurt his left hand in a really bad way. He crushed it between the door of a car and a post in his bays. He's back to work, but obviously it's going to be a while before he's going to gain the use of his hands. But I'll tell you what Bob was really good for, and that's diagnosis. That hasn't hurt his brain any. He's still a really good diagnostician, and he has staff that are really good at affecting the repairs. So don't let that scare you away from Larry Harker's Auto, because this is the time when those of us in business need our customers' help as much as possible. So Bob and Ellen own and operate Larry Harker's Auto. They've been in Phoenix since 1967. 
They do good work. They're at 38th Avenue and Indian School, and I'm proud to recommend Larry Harker's Auto, and I'm even prouder to tell you that many shops in the surrounding area of 38th Avenue and Indian School actually take your car that you've entrusted to them, they take it to Larry Harker's, have Bob diagnose it, then they go back and fix it. I'm not saying that's anything wrong with that. I'm just telling you they're using the right guy, I promise you. All righty, Tom, you're up next. Tom, how can I help you? Mark, I have a 2006 Jeep Liberty, 110,000 miles automatic transmission, and when it reaches the first uh, shifting point, it kind of bucks a little bit. And I'm wondering, is that an adjustment or is it a new transmission? Is it Okay, does it do it hot and cold and all the time? Yes. Okay. I want you to manually shift it and see what happens. So in the morning, I want you to pull it all the way into low and push it forward. And so the question I need you to know, need you to answer is, is when you when I manually shift it through, it's it one, will two, not. It will not buck when I do that. Okay. All right. So that or tells. Or when I put it in tow haul mode, it will not do it. Okay. Well, when you put it in tow haul mode, we're raising the pressure, the fluid and the line pressure. So we're raising the hydraulic pressure, and we're also stretching out the shifts. So a good transmission guy can drive this and answer the first question. Is this transmission related or not? This could be an engine miss. This could be a spark plug breaking down. Nah. This could be a, a bad wire. It's just a matter of a good transmission guy going, making your transmission go through a series of tests while they drive it, and he's going to look you in the eye because that's the hardest problem. In our industry, there is no harder problem than determining if the problem you have is transmission-related or engine-related. I can remember years and years ago, Leon and I got in an argument about a Ford Bronco, and I said it was transmission, and he said it was engine. And we fought about that. We drove that car. We beat up one another. We just, And finally I won, but... On that, in the in the big our history, um, he was probably right four four out of five times, and I was right once. So he was really good at transmissions, and I'm really good at engines. But that's the hard question that needs to be answered: is is this engine or is this transmission? The fact that it goes away with the tow haul mode off and you manually shifting it tells me there's an input problem or there's an ignition misfire, and that's what I think it is. Okay. Thank, thank you very much, Tom. Thank you very thank much, you. Jack. You're up next, Jack. How can I help you today? Hey, Mark. My son has a 2012 uh, Hyundai Sonata, and recently it started making a uh, kind of a knocking noise. Uh, he drove it to a shop, had him look at it. They, they put a camera inside of like a spark plug hole and saw pieces of metal. And then the like the next day, he got a recall notice from uh, Hyundai that indicated kind of the same thing. Okay. Just wondering if you know anything about it. Well, I know that the machining part, <laughs> this is craziness. It's, um, Hyundai says that they may have left some ground-up metal in the engine block, and the engine block will then suffer. Parts that are internally lubricated will suffer because this metal will cause engine failure. I want to tell you, when you <laughs> drop something down a spark plug hole, <laughs> You are in an area that it is not seen by engine oil. You are in an area that only sees air and gasoline. Okay. So based on what I know about the this recall for metal shavings, a byproduct of building the engine block, 
They didn't flush it out. They didn't wash it out with high-pressure oil and water and solvent and all that kind of stuff. Somehow or another, we got some metal. That's going to end up down in the oil pan. Right. And that may or may not get circulated through some of the internally lubricated parts. But as far as seeing the metal inside the cylinder just boggles my mind, because then the question begs to be answered, how the hell did it get there? Well, what he told him was it might be uh, like a, a broken valve guide or... Uh, um, how does it idle? Uh, I think it idles fine. Okay, well, that's that That pretty much puts out valve problems. I can tell okay. you that much right now, because if we got a broken valve seat, you'd have a noise, but it'd have a really rough idle because you'd have one cylinder that was dead. Right. I think okay. we need to look. We need we need to go back and we need to figure out what the noise is. Forget about the the recall. Forget about all these other hypotheses, even the ones I come up with. Let's figure out where the knock's coming from. Now, it is possible that a valve seat can break and can embed itself in the top of the piston, which then beats the top of the head, and there's your knocking noise. But right. along with that, we have an engine miss. And if this thing idles perfectly in park and in drive, we're done with that hypothesis. Okay, so it's not. It wouldn't be a valve. If no, no. Okay, and if and if this end of the spark plug fell out, or if something happened at the end of the spark plug, and then we contaminated the cylinder, you'd still have a miss. And if we had chunks of metal inside the inside the combustion chamber, that would beat the heck out of the spark plug, and we'd still have a miss. Well. Should he take it into Hyundai and let them look at it and say, yeah, yeah this was part of the recall? Or? Well, how many miles were on it? You know? uh, there's probably 120. Okay. He, he drives has, a lot. He has, a two, he has two options. He can take it in and say, this has an engine noise, and I understand it's under recall, and blah, blah, blah. But the first thing you should do is go to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and give him the VIN number and see if he's under that, that recall. I want to tell you, they always have a VIN spread. I had a guy the other day who said, I'm under Mazda's recall for a brake light switch. And it turns out he didn't. He wasn't under the recall. His uh, VIN okay. was not within that spread. And, of course, he was blaming the fact that he had a crash on the fact that the brake light switch didn't work and it didn't cancel his cruise control. And so his whole stupid story went out the window. So, so you want to make sure you're part of it. Then you take it in and say, i got a knocking noise, and let them tell you what's going on. And say to them, how much is this going to cost me? And hopefully they say, we're going to check it out for free. Okay. I just, I, yeah. Thank you very much for calling. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Mark. All righty. And, Bill, you stay right there because when we take a break, we got two bills. we got Bill 1, Bill 2, and then Dave. We'll be right back right after this. When the smartest audience in talk radio turns 960 The Patriot on every day, good things happen. Listeners are informed and entertained. Not only that, the economy is stimulated by the advertisers who use this radio station to reach our great listeners. If you run a business, please consider advertising it to people who share your same values and principles. The Patriot Listener. Visit 960thepatriot.com or call Heath Garluzzo at 602-955-9600 today. Hello, I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau, and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley 
that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran quality transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is when you bring your car or truck to quality transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a pre-cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. The market goes up and the market goes down. It always has and it always will. But if you are in or near retirement, do you really have the time to wait for the market to go through these cycles? Think about it. Having your money invested in the market is like walking up a flight of stairs. But instead of moving up one step at a time, every third step you have to go back down two steps or more. Remember the story about the guy who was sentenced to an eternity of rolling the rock up the hill only to have it roll back down every time he got close to the top? Sound familiar? Using our advanced planning, saving for retirement is like riding up an escalator. Nice, steady growth without any risk of ever falling down. Guaranteed. So stop trudging up the steps and hop on the worry-free, zero-risk escalator to retirement. Pick up the phone and call us now to receive your free safe money information kit. Call 1-877-51-RADIO. That's 877-517-2346. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Looking to know what's up on The Dennis Prager Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Uh, Mark and Alan Salem sitting here next to one another, helping you out with your car repair questions. Let me tell you real quick about Kurt's Auto Repair. I'm really proud of Kurt's Auto Repair at I-17 in Bell for two reasons. Number one, virtually everyone we send to him, they call me and tell me, what a good time they had. What it was no hassle, no high pressure. They did a good job in analyzing the symptoms and fixing the cars. Second of all, I'm extremely proud of Kurtz because he won the 19 or, or the 2015 Better Business Bureau Ethics Award that was given to his category. There's five categories depending on employee size, and Kurtz won his category. So I'm really, really proud of Kurtz Automotive, I-17 and Bell for a lot of reasons. But more important, they do good work on domestic and import, both gas and diesel, and they have ASC certified technicians. But Kurt knows right from wrong, I promise you that. Bill number one, how can I help you today? Hey, Mark, thanks for taking my call. I've got a vehicle that I need to park for an extended period of time. What should I do or not do with it? 
Oh, um, how long? Give me an extended period of time. Well, it's already been parked for a month. It could be easily another three months, possibly a year. Okay. Um, I would I would drive it into a quick loop facility and get the oil changed. I would fill it up with gas. I would tell them at the oil change to, to put all the tire pressures to the maximum inflation written on the tire. I would pull it into the garage with fully inflated tires full of gas and fresh oil. I would roll up all the windows, lock it up, and I'd leave it there up to a year, and it'll be fine. No battery tender or anything on the battery? You can if you want. You can if you want. That's not that important. If it's dead, it's dead. Then you just put a battery charger on it and start it back up. You can also disconnect the negative cable and just leave the car in what we call reboot mode. All the all your memory will be gone, all your seat memory, your radio stations, and all that kind of stuff. However, the car will relearn new fuel strategy, and that's a good thing every once in a while. So I... I do battery tenders on our AGM batteries, which is those matte batteries, those sealed, big sealed, very expensive batteries. I use battery tenders on those, but I don't use battery tenders on the boats. I don't use battery tender on the motorhome because I, I, I just don't think um, that gives me a false sense of security, and I don't like that. So I, I, I would just say no. Okay. All right. I right. appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Thank you very much. Bill number two, how can I help you? Uh, before I start, Mark, i got to tell you a little story. I took my wife's car to Kurtz to get worked on and I needed a ride home mm-hmm. and this old guy pulls up in a Dodge truck <laughs> diesel and I get in it with him <laughs> and he gets out on Bell Road and he jumps on the truck the truck goes from like 0 to 60 in 5 point seconds or something and, and I'm going holy sh**, does that know you drive like <laughs> you're not supposed to say bad words on my show I think he said holy shoot Yeah, I, I, think, so. I think so too I think he said holy shoot um, Jeremy what happened? Did we just... Okay. Okay. Yeah, you, you can't say shoot on the show. Um, <laughs> you can, but, folks, I'll tell you the story. The, the story is Bill number two said that he, Kurt was actually going to take him home. And Kurt has a... In his hot, own personal truck, yeah. In his own personal truck. And Kurt has a hot rod diesel truck. <laughs> and so um, that's what Bill was going to say. But we, we can't say shoot on the radio. Okay. Uh, Dave, you're up next. How can I help you? I've got a 2004 Dodge uh, pickup with a diesel, and i kind of got a love-hate relationship with the truck. It's got 250,000 miles on it, and it's been used in my company, and my son's had it for the last year or so. I just got it back, and the engine seems great, but everything else seems to be in need of repair, and I'm just trying to decide whether it's worth keeping it and investing the money in it or to just say adios to that thing. Um, you Give me guys a couple of the things that you need to spend money on, please. The whole front end, upper, lower, the whole front end is, is loose, and I've been told by a couple of different people that it, it needs replaced. It needs a computer. Um, I have light issues and turn signal issues. Um, um, it, the body is, is, every piece of it's got a dent or a scratch or something in it. Um, okay. All right, okay, okay. <laughs> I... I'm I'm always a little leery of it needs a computer because that is that is a foreign language to me that says I don't know what it is so I it's easy to blame the computer. So I'm I'm a little uncomfortable with that. How much would it cost to rebuild the front end on on a Ford or a Dodge truck an 04? Depends on if it needs ball joints upper and lower which okay. I'm probably that, that that gets expensive. That thousand twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I would have said every 1, bit, every bit of that. Okay, and you need a special tool. 
Okay, so a thousand to twelve hundred dollars to fix the front end. I don't know about the cosmetic stuff. Well, here, here's the math of it. The math of it is, is that truck is worth three hundred dollars a month to drive. And if I were to say to you, I'll accept responsibility for that truck for three hundred dollars a month, and you, I'm going to rent it to you for three hundred a month, and I'll accept responsibility for all the maintenance. At the end of the year, when I have thirty-six hundred dollars of your money, I'm going to win, and you're going to lose. So. I, I always look at it from that point of view. What's the cost to get it to where it's dependable, drivable, and usable? And when you get to that cost, and in this case, we're going to throw out twelve to $1,200. So you got four months. So you fix the front end, and after four months of driving the truck, then that truck has given you back that $1,200 in service. Now, there's four, three big things on your truck, the engine, the transmission, and the air conditioning system. So if the engine isn't pumping oil out the tailpipe and the, and the turbo works good and, and it gets pretty decent fuel economy, let's scratch the engine. I don't know where the transmission is after 250,000 miles, so I can't comment on that. I, I'm sure at 250,000 miles, you've had the air conditioning compressor and the system completely repaired at least twice. <laughs> so Actually, I don't think I have. The truck has been, has been pretty good. You guys replaced the transmission at about 100 and. 110,000 miles, and uh, it's been good. And, and the AC, that's why I love the truck, is because I went from a Ford F-150 in the summertime to that thing, and, and it's like a, an ice cooler. It's awesome. <laughs> okay. Well, other than the – tell me, real quick, though, tell me, the computer replacement is related to what symptom? Um, lights. Um, we can't get uh, one of the lights to work um, – We've replaced the bulbs. They've replaced the harness. Um, it's it's a lighting issue. All right. What light? Um, I want to say the bright lights come on, and one of the headlights doesn't. The regular headlights doesn't come on, and also the turn signal. Turn signal. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a lighting issue. We've that, replaced all right, I, you know, if I were in there and we had two different circuits feeding the two headlights and we had one circuit dead on the right front headlight, all I do is wire up to the left front headlight because the headlights draw no amperage whatsoever. I just bypass the whole thing and put the two of them on because we're never going to run the headlights if they're on two different circuits because of the body control module, then I don't care about that. I'm going to take the right front and I'm going to wire it to the left front and we're going to be done with that. That's, that's what I want to hear. I'm just going to bring the truck to you guys. All right, all right. <laughs> I, I don't know what the situation is, you but know, but the body can't... control module, there's times where we reflash the body control module and the PCM, and we fix problems like that. But you're also talking about a series of ground problems that could easily be there. So there's lots of things. I'm quite sure that we don't need a computer because only one – because if I have 100 people come in and tell me they've been told they needed a computer, I might replace two out of 100. So I think the, the percentage point is single digit here. So I'm happy to look at it. I'm happy to diagnose it. I need from you more than anything else is symptoms. Tell me what is not working, and we'll handle it. I'll tell you something. Those trucks, the older trucks, pre-07, are known for computers. Okay. Because everything, including, like he said, the, the lights, are all controlled by the computer. That's why when we put HIDs in those, uh, you know, aftermarket headlights in those things, mm -hmm. you get those, you get those um, bulb out light. Mm -hmm. It's because they're all PCM controlled. Okay. Not saying that that's what it is, but they are known for that. Thing. All right. If that's the case, and all we've got is one headlight that's not shining, and the other one is, why can't I just relay oh, that certainly. second headlight? Yeah, yeah we absolutely I'll, can. We'll go around that. Yeah. Thing. Well, yeah. We, yeah. Know, and, and the computer's not going to know that, and it's not going to care. 
because it's going it, to it thinks it's lighting that right front headlight up and it really isn't so if i backfeed it then i'm backfeeding the b body computer and i'm saying hey i'm going to use that 12 i'm going to go 12 volt in and i'm going to leave that existing 12 volt feed and i'm going to backfeed the computer now oh oh yeah it's on yeah oh so, there's a way to work around right, it I we, we can work around it don't forget your car's 11 years old so all right, thank you very much, Dave. Thank you very much for that. I want to tell you about Automatic Transmission Exchange and why Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange is a good guy. Phil handles the central Phoenix and really Phoenix area for me. And the reason why is because he's at 40th Street in Washington and has been there since 1968. Phil is one of those guys. This, it's exactly the kind of guy I think you should look for. He has gray hair. He's got hair in his ears and his nose, okay? He's got hair crawling out of the collar of his T-shirt. He's been around the block a few times. He knows right from wrong. He's been in business a long time because he's smart and because he's good and because he doesn't. He has more people that like him than hate him. His Yelp reviews are good. His Better Business Bureau record is good. Everything about Phil is good. And I'm not sending you a place that I don't use myself. Alan, my son, we had Phil do some work on his Dodge truck, and he did a great job. And he had to fix what we messed up when we tried to do his job. So he's really good, and especially with sand buggies and those Jeep rock crawlers and all those ones that needs a really bulletproof transmission feels good. But one way or the other, he also works on your Buick and your Chevrolets and your import cars, your Asian vehicles, stuff like that. So Phil is at 40th Street in Washington. He's open on Saturdays from 8 to 2, and, and that's for your convenience. So you're welcome to stop by Phil's at 40th Street in Washington. Richard, you're up next, buddy. How can I help you? Yeah, Mark, thanks for talking to you. I've been listening to you guys for quite a while, and, man, I can't tell you how many questions you've answered for me just in the, you know, general uh, venue. Thank you. Thank uh, you very much. I've got several. I've got an F-150. Uh, you're riding down the road, you stop, you start out, there's a clunk, and then it's, you know, it's fine, but it does it every single time. Okay. I had... I okay, had I, I'm not... Oh, we don't have much time. When you change directions, like when you go to reverse and you back up and then you put it in drive and go forward, and when the clunk happens there, that's called a suspension shift. And it's something that you can see if you're down on your hands and your knees next to the truck. So somebody's in the truck that makes it happen, and somebody's outside that knows what to look for. That's all it is, a suspension movement, and it's going to be a bad bushing somewhere along the line. But go ahead. You had other questions. Yeah. Um, uh, 08 uh, Saturn Astra. The, uh, the check engine light is constantly coming on, and occasionally when it does, you kind of lose power. Okay. Okay. Um, we've had it a couple of places. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. It doesn't do me any good for you to tell me about what everybody else says because okay. I mean, they haven't fixed it. But let me tell you, it's a major sensor. So there are f usually four major sensors that the computer has to see. Throttle position, load, mass airflow sensor. O2? O2, thank you. Thank you, thank you. When we lose one of those, the computer program starts pulling power out of it because it, it's lost a, an important sensor that allows us to see the whole world. So if we don't have throttle position, the last thing it's going to do is let you run that tachometer up to eight grand. It's not going to happen. So when you lose a major sensor, you have reduced power, which is what you described. Someone has to plug that into a scanner and look at the codes. So that's going to be an easy thing, and the diagnostic on that is 75 to 125 at most shops I know. 
but the code won't tell you nothing and there may not even be a code but it's going to be a major sensor or it could be that the exhaust is plugged up alrighty thank you very much my email is mark at marksalem.com mark with a k at marksalem.com you can send me an email I answer them all personally thank you very much for spending your Saturday with me please wear your seatbelt this was a paid program and was provided for informational purposes only Two little tablets is all it takes to make your thin hair feel and look thicker and fuller. Garrett. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.